The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Time now for another edition of our Guide to the Galaxy. And I'm delighted to welcome back to studio Dr. Coleman Gallagher, planetary geomorphologist from the UCD School of Geography and Earth Institute. We are here to talk, or you are here to talk, and you're going to be doing most of the talking, Coleman, because I don't understand anything of this. Dark matter. I mean, it seems like the obvious question to start with is, what is it? But before we get to that, it's maybe interesting to explore what the evidence is for its existence. Yeah, that's an easier question than explaining what it is. <laughs> um, it's been it's been known about for about 90 years. It was first discovered really by a Swiss-American astronomer called Zwicky. Um, and he was looking at the a, a galaxy cluster called the Coma Cluster. And he was measuring the uh, the velocities of these different galaxies around each other and trying to figure out what the gravitational field was from their velocities. And he realized that, in fact, there was only 1% of the mass uh, visible in the galaxies that was required to make them orbit each other in the way they were orbiting. Um, Then later on, uh, when people looked at galaxies more extensively, they found that they were strung out along these cosmically giant filaments um, and when they looked at the amount of visible mass in these filaments of galaxies, again, they found there was only about 10% of the mass uh, that was required to keep the galaxies together in those filaments. Um, later on, again, um, these phenomena called gravitational lenses were discovered. Uh, these were predicted in Einstein's uh, theories of relativity, and what they are caused by is mass that uh, causes light to bend, And so if you've got a mass between you and a light source, uh, the light source can be distorted into multiple images or into these rings called Einstein rings. But very often there was no visible mass. And so uh, Zwicky called it missing mass. But unfortunately, it's been given the name dark mass now. But really, probably the better name would be transparent mass because it's not intrinsically dark. It's not light or dark. It just doesn't interact with electromagnetic radiation, including light, in the same way that ordinary matter does. So it's completely different stuff. And, and when you talk about galaxies, I mean, is there evidence for this transparent, dark, missing mass, however we describe it, in the Milky Way? Absolutely there is, yeah. Um, evidence was beginning to mount through the 60s, but by the early 1970s, a seminal paper written by Vera Rubin and... Uh, Kent Ford discovered again that the orbital velocities of stars in the Milky Way that you would expect to be like planets in a solar system, in other words, that they would fall off away from the center of the galaxy as planetary velocities do from the center of our solar system. Instead, they found that the orbital velocities of stars around the center of the Milky Way, around the the black hole that we spoke about Mm. before, in fact, rose uh, sharply from the center and then plateaued. They didn't slow down at all. And in fact, uh, this uh, velocity uh, profile continued way out beyond the visible uh, disk of the galaxy uh, to the spherical halo surrounding the galaxy in which uh, the the halo was populated by, uh, amongst other things, globular clusters. These are enormous uh, collections of very old stars, not as many as in a galaxy, but nonetheless uh, tens of thousands of stars. And they orbit the Milky Way in a spherical pattern rather than a disk-shaped pattern. And their velocities of orbit also suggested that there was 
um, missing matter in the Milky Way that, that like the velocity profile, like the, the, the continuous high velocity profile across the disk, mm. was caused by invisible matter. So Zwicky and these others, they look out into the solar system and the Milky Way and galaxies beyond and they realise that things are behaving in a way which would suggest there's something there we cannot see. That's right. That is affecting their behaviour. We will call it whatever they want to call it. Dark matter seems to be the the description that science has settled on. Whether it should be transparent or not, we'll stick with dark. So what is it? Well, there are various theories. Um, Firstly, it's material that interacts only through gravitation. It's sometimes easier to say what it isn't. So we can say that it interacts through gravitation, but that it doesn't interact through... uh, uh, um, uh, Excuse me, it doesn't interact through normal... Um, electromagnetic uh, means, so it can't be seen by by any electromagnetic waves, for example, light or radio waves. Um, the most uh, prevalent ideas are that it, it is of one of two types of, of, of matter, and they've got great names. The first is machos, and the second okay. is, is wimps. So you've got, uh, no way. You've got this, I, Americans definitely came up with that. They, they, they are have. great with their acronyms. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Americans, and at NASA as well, and places yeah. like this. So we've got machos and wimps. Yeah. What are they? So machos, they, it stands for Massive Compact Halo Objects. So the, the halo is the halo of a galaxy, for example, like the Milky Way galaxy. Massive tells you what they are, that they have a great deal of mass. Uh, compact is that they are not distributed, that they somehow clump together under gravitational attraction. And machos, um, for example, there was a, a, an early um, survey that took place over two years uh, that measured the motions, excuse me, that measured the uh, eclipsing of background stars by uh, objects in the Milky Way's halo. Mm. Um, and nine and a half million stars were looked at over those two years to see how many were eclipsed, how many were darkened by objects passing between them and us. Yeah. Uh, over the two years, the, the statistics suggested there should be 12 of those occultations. There were only eight. And so it, it uh, suggested that there was that machos did not make up 100% of the dark matter in the galaxy's halo. It also suggested that they were kind of solar mass and maybe 10% of solar mass size. So they, they weren't small objects. They were kind of star size objects. But in fact, they only comprised about 20%, maybe, maybe even less than 20% of the, ma- of the mass required uh, to make the, the 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 galaxy have its high velocity profile and to make the globular clusters uh, orbit the galaxy with the speed that they do orbit. So that's the machos. That's the machos. Away. What about the wimps? The wimps. Um, <laughs> these are um, uh, particles, probably. Uh, we call them non-baryonic particles. Um, baryonic means normal matter. Baryon means heavy, really, but it it, it really is the name for normal matter. Secondly, there are particles that probably don't lose their kinetic energy, so they can pass right through the galaxy and uh, out beyond it to to very uh, to huge distances, to hundreds of thousands of light years, maybe up to four hundred thousand light years. Um, they they don't concentrate in the galactic center as you think they would, because of that reason, they tend to to congregate out on the the periphery of the galaxy in the halo, and uh, they are probably one of two types of particles. The first type, and again, we've got a funny name here, the first type is axions. And uh, axions are particles that were christened because, in fact, if they exist, they solve 
uh, two problems at once. They're named after a, a laundry detergent that claimed to solve many laundry problems <laughs> all at once. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, they are probably, if they exist, they probably have a mass of about one ten billionth of an electron. Um, they were probably produced in the Big Bang, if they exist. Um, the the question is, do they exist? They've never been observed. The, the good thing is that if they do exist, if they exist in strong magnetic fields, they turn into photons of normal light or normal electromagnetic radiation, and therefore they should become visible. Mm. So far, they haven't been spotted that way, though. Um, the second candidate for WIMPs are things called neutralinos. And neutralinos are proposed particles in this theory called supersymmetry. Uh, supersymmetry is a theory um, in which every normal particle, the kind of things that are um, examined in the Large Hadron Collider, for example, has a partner, has a heavier partner. Um, the, the, one of the crucial differences between normal particles and their supersymmetric partners, and by the way, supersymmetry is shortened to SUSY, S-U-S-Y, okay. uh, so another good one. But one of the most important things is that normal particles can't occupy the same quantum, uh, quantum state or space together. That's why we don't fall through our chairs. It's yes. because of repulsion between electrons, between us and the chair. So it feels solid. Actually, it's not solid at all, but there is this uh, repulsion between like particles. Um, supersymmetric particles, though, don't feel this repulsion. They can mix together. And so you can get different supersymmetric particles making up a composite particle. And the neutralino is the lightest of those uh, composite particles. Um, the the neutralino probably is uh, weakly interacting. It's probably stable over very long time periods, again, probably produced in the Big Bang. And it's pretty heavy. It probably has a, a mass of something on the order of 55,000 to uh, 9 million times the electron's oh, wow. mass. So uh, quite a heavy particle in comparison uh, to the uh, to the axions. Listen, it's it's a fascinating area. There's an awful lot more I'd like to ask you about, uh, but the nature of live radio is that it is solid, and time is is not a fiction here. I'm afraid, uh, Coleman, and we have to uh, wrap things up before the off the ball gang come into studio. Uh, so, listen, thanks a million for joining us here in studio. Dr. Coleman Gallagher is a planetary geomorphologist in the UCD School of Geography and the UCD Earth Institute, and he will be back again soon with another edition of our guide to the galaxy. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.